Modern Cloister. I'm Carissa and I'm here with Kevin and today we're going to be talking about the impact that COVID-19 has had on community. If you've been joining us over the past couple episodes, you know we just wrapped up a series on community, but we didn't want to end without tackling the impact that this has really had on both the church and community as a whole. And so we're going to spend just a few minutes today talking about that. Yeah, so to start off with the church, if you liked our our last episode in our series about the the future of the church and and uh, to a lesser extent our, our middle series on the decline of church community in America, uh, we talked about some trends. You know, people going to church less, that that sort of thing. And I think this is going to accelerate it if just drastically. I, you know, I think if you could go back a year from now, or I guess a year and a couple months, because it's going to come out in April, I think. Uh, you know, pre pre COVID, and said, "What does church attendance look like?" The numbers you would have gotten for ten years from now will probably be there next year, mm-hmm. uh, because a lot of people, you know, I, I said in the, that episode about the uh, the future of the church is that, uh, the majority of people are just not going to be part of church. It's just it's declining. It's not going to be what they do, and that societal kind of pressure, that cultural Christianity, your neighbors are going, your friends go to church, whatever it may be, it's your habit, you just go on Sundays, mm-hmm. that's that's going away. And so a lot of people, you know, haven't been to church um, and they're just not gonna start going again, probably. I mean, some people haven't been, we shut down March 14th, 15th, something like that. That was a yeah, Sunday that, was that we, yeah, and some people have been to church and of course yeah we're not we're you know some people can go they're healthy they don't have kids you know they don't have underlying conditions you can wear a mask you can show it to be safe um there's there's plenty of people who can go and just haven't um because you know some people just got out of habit and and they know it's going to be different uh so i think we're going to see that accelerate dramatically and i think that's also going to impact that entertainment model we Mm -hmm. talked about too because um Sure, when, when everyone has to go and you have to go somewhere Sunday morning, it's great to go and sit and watch like a cool speaker and see some fogs and light shows and kind of be entertained for 45 minutes to an hour. But when you're sitting at your home on Sunday morning, you know, like uh-huh. uh, you start thinking of in terms of Saturday morning, you're like, oh man, I got to just break up what I'm doing. I can't cut the grass at 10 o'clock or 11 o'clock because I need to go. And you realize, you know, this just, just really isn't very entertaining. This, mm-hmm. this is not really offering me anything. So I think... I think it's just going to really rapidly, like I'm saying, it's going to push people out. Yeah. It's There's nothing for them. Yeah, absolutely. I, and another thing that, that I think is really telling about this past year, and it it's felt everywhere, and it's not felt just in the church, but it's felt across society, is that we have seen our community, our sense of community, whatever we had of it, just completely blown up over the past year. And in that, it's really shown us the importance of community. You have people all over the country, all over the world, who have been experiencing, I mean, we've had huge increases in mental health issues. I mean, that's been documented, there's been research on it, that people are just really struggling because they're not around others, they're not out in society, they're not in person with other people. And so you see time and time again, I mean, I I still run into these articles all the time about how to, you know, here's some things to look for if you're really struggling yourself, or here's what to look for with your friends or your coworkers, how we're existing in this space. And then on the on the other side of that, I think we've also realized the intense failure of social media to provide community for us. And we talked about that in one of our previous episodes too, that with the advance of technology, especially over the past decade or two, 
we have seen so many benefits to these advanced technology areas but then along with that it has this promise this allure of of more connectivity more connection and you know in the beginning of the pandemic i think people thought it was not fun that's the wrong word but everyone could sit at home and they were still connected on social media and they'd be like posting like hey this is this crazy thing i'm doing and so you had this immediate sense of community but then over time you just you saw it dwindle like it wasn't satisfying your Mm. soul's craving to be around other people and i think that's one of the biggest ways that 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 has shaped society as a whole and so for me when on this side of things i'm thinking man the church can make a difference here it can show up and offer people something i think we have a huge opportunity so you know there's a counterpoint to where you're saying and they work hand in hand like we Mm. are going to experience more and more decline but actually this the, the church if it's intentional enough right now, can step in and offer so much of what the the society is longing for. Yeah, I think people thought it was kind of fun. Like, oh, look, we're doing a Zoom meeting tonight and having drinks and uh, cocktail hours. And it's like, you know, when it's two weeks, like, it's kind of fun. It's like a cheesy, you know, whatever, but... Extended snow day. Yeah, sure. Yeah, there you go. I didn't have snow days, but yeah. (laughs) the uh, It's that mentality of like, yeah, okay, a couple weeks, like whatever, we'll chill, we'll do this. But, But I think... As reality set in, that our our communities have just been broken. You know, it's really no other way to say it. The yeah. connections just weren't there. It became not funny. Realized that Zoom kind of sucks. I mean, Zoom's great as a technology. We're not, you know, not a sponsor, but they're not. Uh, I'm not knocking them, but you see what you're lacking. Yeah, um, there's just such limitation to it. And yeah, yeah, it's bad. And, and that could lead us in to uh, kind of what we've been going through last year. But but I do want to say, I, I do have a little bit of hope. Um, you know, we talked about uh, over those, our series on community and, and how it spread and how it changed suburbanization, people driving everywhere, that sort of thing. A lot of people have been at home. And I was just hearing a news report the other day, and they said something like 60-something percent of people have met new neighbors. Mm-hmm. And um, we actually have new neighbors right next to us, and that's been really cool because the kids line up and everything. Um but one of the other neighbors, there are two houses down across the street. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're, they're one of, I guess, all the houses we touch that have been here seven, eight years, whatever it is. Never talked to this guy before. So yeah. <laughs> he's out for a run one day, and it was kind of awkward, and that's a longer story. But uh, I was like, oh, hey, man. And and we were like, oh, yeah, you've been here. You've you've, you've been here this long. I've never talked yeah. to him. Part of that was his work. Part of that was my work schedule. And it's like, that's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know this guy's name. Mm-hmm didn't know his name and and so there is so that kind of like we're talking about our hope is that local community mm-hmm. which local would start in your neighborhood on your street yeah. and absolutely um but yeah to community let's uh you got anything else you want to say on that or you want to move into kind of what our last year or so has been yeah like? i think let's move in because we've been yeah. we've been thinking about this and and the best way to really show what it what it's done to community is just talk about some of the crazy things that that we went through and i mean they're going to mirror some of the things that we know a lot of you have gone through as well and so as we were hashing out which memories to share i think the obvious first choice was of course the very first sunday and weekend that everything shut down at least here and you know in the u.s and um that like third weekend in march the 13th 14th 15th 16th as things just slowly shut down little by little um my work shut down, your work started preparing to shut down. Mm -hmm. Um, Like little by little, all across the metro Atlanta area, like cities were shutting down, huge events were shutting down. And then we got word that our church would not be hosting 
you know, our worship gathering that Sunday. We were actually up that Sunday to serve. I was leading worship. You were going to be doing sounds. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden, we're scrambling to figure out how to have a church service on Zoom for the very first time. And I'm sure you remember all the challenges with that, don't you? Yeah, that that didn't go well. No, it uh, did not. (laughs) Oh, God, that was that one, too. I I forgot. That was... Was that where you were playing piano? Yeah. We cut in. Yeah. So we, I don't even think it was Zoom yet, was it? Oh, I'm pretty sure it was Zoom, yeah. Was it Zoom? Okay, so we were trying to do Zoom. Again, Zoom's great, but yeah, when you're not familiar with it. (laughs) Well, you know, we didn't put much into it because it was only going to be maybe shut down for a week or two. Yeah. And it was a quick kind of sermon, and then we were going to do just uh, you singing. Yeah, it was just me on the piano. On the piano in our house. In our house, because we were all, yeah, we had like four of us in the service. We had the, um, our... Our, our lead pastor who was going to be doing some, we had one of our teaching pastors doing the sermon. I was leading worship. And so there was this point at which I start playing one of the songs and singing. And for the first maybe line or two, it's going fine. But then it just entirely drops me. And so then, you know, I'm assuming everyone on the call, on, you know, in the, you know, the, the worship gathering online is, is wondering, okay, what do we do next? Because she's just gone. So then we're trying to log back in. We get back in. We start again. Same thing happens. And we realize that it really actually can't withstand that much um, audio or all at once is what we knows. think. And so it's just one of these memories of, of prepping and trying to, to you know, the, the whole pivot and agility buzzwords that are you know just be mm-hmm. flexible and adapt and just go with the, all the changes and so that was the first example of that and and we you know look back on that and it's just had we known then all we were headed into i think it maybe would have felt a little funnier at the time yeah it was it was a little more frustrating than it probably would have been had we known all that was ahead but well on that sunday so the prior sunday we had started a the keller book the um meaning of marriage mm-hmm uh, and we read the intro. In our and, community group. In our community group. Yeah. And so I said, all right, guys, church is cutting. You know, probably the safest thing to do is is we're not going to meet either. And so we'll meet next Sunday. And then a couple of days into it, it seemed clear that wasn't going to happen either. Yeah. Um, so I think we just skipped that next Sunday too. And then we're like, okay, y'all, unfortunately, this is looking like it's going to be a lot longer than we had thought. Uh, so let's do, um, I don't think we use Zoom. Do we use Google Hangouts? Whatever. So. Uh, so then we just started doing, you know, the guys would meet in, on a Google Hangout, then the girls would meet the next week. And, um, yeah, pretty quick on to our point earlier, like, everyone realized, like, this just kind of sucks. Yeah. Um, it it kind of worked in, say, maybe April, where it's just like, hey, man, how you doing? How's your job? Are you sick? Are you safe? That was that was when we were in the whirlwind of, like, sh- well, briefly, there was, should you wear a mask? Should you not? And then do we need to worry about gloves? Like, you know, towards the end of April, everyone knew you needed to wear a mask and gloves weren't really all that important. Just use, what, hand sanitizer, soap, everything. Mm-hmm. People were hoarding, you know, so we're on the call. Hey, do you have enough toilet paper? Do you have any? Of course, we had, oh, my God, that's a whole other thing. But we had uh, the twins were, what, nine, ten months old. And after everyone took the toilet paper, everyone took the baby wipes. Yes, And we were wipes. out of... Luckily, we were not out of baby wipes because for maybe close. Christmas, someone gave us like a thousand pack or yeah. something. But I would go there and she'd be like, you people, no. We need so many baby wipes. <laughs> but we, we made it through. You were able to, to work some magic and and uh, and get us the baby wipes. <laughs> so, yeah. So, everyone realized it just, it just was not good. Trying yeah. to do community. And so, we come August, July maybe, just said, you know what? We have this roof covering over our patio. Um, and we're just going to start meeting outside mm-hmm. where we thought that was safe. And, you know, people got, we spread out as far as we could because we just could not 
not anymore. You know, it just was it just was not real. You know, it, it's fine for a week if you it's oh cool you get to see someone's face and talk, but like it just can't go on. You've, you've got to yeah. keep it as a church. Yeah. So yeah, well, one of the things I look back on, and it's one of my more distinct memories of longing for community during this was Easter. And I know when this releases, we're going to be really close to Easter again. I don't know the exact day it'll come out, but Easter during the pandemic was such a heartbreaking experience because we were all at home. And so we had this, you know, we weren't even with our family because it was so new and and we still have really been um, very cautious with how we get together. But we had had this, this traditionally in-person service that you long for because it's it's one of the most celebratory days of you know the whole church calendar year and we were at home and we you know we had our family there we had our kids there and we made this delicious easter meal and we we popped a bottle of champagne and and we had our church service online together and then we're eating this this meal together the the five of us and we watched this concert that was, I think it happened at one o'clock Eastern time and it was in Italy and it was, I don't remember the name of the the cathedral, the Duomo Cathedral or something like that. And it was, and I'm gonna butcher his name, I think Andrea Botticelli. If someone's on here and knows how to pronounce it, don't judge me for that, I should have looked it up before we did this. But there was this concert and it was just him by himself with his beautiful voice singing in this empty cathedral. And they had all this B-roll of the empty streets of Italy and Italy at the time was one of the hardest spot, hit yeah. places in the world, too. he was in Milan, too. wasn't he? Yeah, I think it was Milan. Which is the hot spot of the it, Italy. But then they also showed these scenes of cities, like large cities all across the world that were just emptied on Easter Day. Like, there were cathedrals that were empty on Easter Day. And just even saying that now, like, wells up in me this longing and heartbreak for the fact that we couldn't gather and celebrate together on that day. And, and I hang on to that picture as one of the most poignant from that year for me as far as longing for and, and recognizing that the gap of not having that in that time for sure so and i you know i'm crying <laughs> kevin's over here like oh, are you okay <laughs> and i'm like no i'm not who can cry when you have ham and champagne i, I mean know. you know you wouldn't think it's possible but then you know you hear some some beautiful italian opera music and you know there you go but i don't know what were some of the, what were your big ones from the year that have that that similar feel for you yeah, so we opened back up, limited, obviously. Everyone was required to wear a mask. Uh, we set up the chairs and kind of pods where families could come in or people would come in. Mm-hmm. We had a register. I think we limited to 50 people. I don't remember what the regulations from the state were at the time. 50 people, 75, something like that. And, um, you know, we couldn't do communion, you know, as far as passing out. We had these little cups mm-hmm. with little crackers in them and little juice. And then, the, oh, my gosh, the ones we're doing right now are just pure just it's syrup it is awful but it's fine the but that father's day mm-hmm. we uh there were no there was no kids there's no um kids there, no nursery no so obviously we couldn't come and hold one-year-old babies and have our five-year-old sit in the service so um i got to go mm-hmm. that was that was the family's gift to me was i got to go and um it, it was it was kind of emotional honestly to to see people because you know when is Father's Day? Is that like middle June. of June? So that's three months. Mm-hmm. Hadn't seen anyone in three months. And, um, yeah, I mean, that was just, yeah, I mean, that that was just a wild. Yeah, I remember just, you, when you yeah. came back home after that, uh, even I noticed that you were you just had a, a, a certain feel about you because it had really been significant. I realized how much you missed. Yeah. yeah, I think that's when I was really hitting. Like, And then, of course, June 
that's I think right before things started spiking again. So it was just like, are we going to be shutting down again? Is this mm-hmm. like a one-off? And yeah. Um, but we we never closed back down, luckily. And and then we actually offered kid services on the first Sunday of November. Yeah, and that was great because that's the first time you and I have been able to sit together in a service uninterrupted. Mm-hmm. And at that point, what? seven eight months yeah I know. and so that was i mean similarly being there together felt it was like this good weightiness to it that mm-hmm. was emotional and it was exciting and it felt and there was just something so deeply good in it that you, you just you could see and taste and experience what is offered that sometimes we take for granted when you're so used to it it was just the reminder of of what the the gathering is you know and our worship gatherings of course are about glorifying god but there is something in them for us too and it's the community of believers that we're formed and edified and encouraged by the presence of one another and we just miss that and so yeah as, as we got to continue going was was really crazy and yeah the following week uh, i guess some people kind of held off to wait and see how it was going to go and then you know they, they did a really good job everyone wore masks and, and all that kind of stuff and so the next week uh we ended up having someone and they sat us so the ushers would just take you to the seat you can't and um, you know, stand in the lobby and talk to people. You come in, you check your name off the list, and they just take you straight in. But someone else in our community group, they happen to sit them like right behind us. Mm-hmm. And then um, someone else kind of wandered in and accidentally also sat behind us from our community group. Mm-hmm. And uh, she was kind of unaware, running around with kids and everything. But so it was like we were sitting together again, like we used to. And and that was that was emotional too, because because yeah. we, we hadn't seen. Um, I mean, I guess our group had been meeting, but we had not been as a community group. So this was about half of our group together yeah. in, in church together. And that just felt um, obviously not normal, but it felt like eh, maybe it's coming soon. Yeah, it, it gave you a little bit of hope for sure. And, you know, on, on a personal note, you know, during during this year, in the background of all of this, as it relates to, you know, our, our, our church life and our, our church community, I had in August, I transitioned into a new job. And so from the more like society and community standpoint was taken up out of the community that I knew in my former workplace and transitioned to a new one, but I was completely virtual. And so going back to our services in November and having that community through our worship gatherings, I think intensified even the the longing I hadn't been able to quite express that had been so deepened when I was just without it. I mean, starting a new job in the middle of this was incredibly isolating. And I, I mean, I'm still completely remote, but I'm starting to know people a little bit more, but it's very different transitioning in the world when you're virtual. And so, I mean, there were some times that I was really worried about, and I know you were too, just the mental health aspect of my day sometimes sitting isolated. Mm-hmm. And the other day we were talking about this and realized that some of that seemed to turn around right in November. And then we thought that was really the time we started going back to church. Mm-hmm. And so the overlap there, I think, is really significant of some... being able to have some of that mm-hmm. Have back. some of that, have some commun- uh, conversations yeah. with random people in a sense. Yeah, absolutely. So I don't know. That was Those were some really important moments for sure. So, But then there's also all these other things, you know, as far as like society and family and friends go. You know, you mentioned this before, but this has been such an interesting time to get to know our neighbors. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys have this dad 360 thing that happens out in the streets, which I have I have loved watching. But you know, you guys have just I don't know what what, what yeah, exactly we, is dad 360? Well, we've had, it's a well, new that's, brand. That's term that's, we that's have. us. While um, while it looks like we're just sitting in lawn chairs in the middle of the road drinking beer, we're actually in a circle so that we can see 360 degrees, so mm-hmm. we know where all the children are. Yes. Because we've actually 
in this terribleness, we've been blessed with a fairly mild for Atlanta weather. Mm-hmm. September, a really nice October. November was warm. December was kind of warm too. So we've just been outside the whole time. Yeah. And I got to know a lot of the dads because with a lot of them working from home, all of a sudden they were at the bus stop. And so I'm out. I go in every day to work at 7 a.m., but I'm usually back home between 12 and 1, or I leave between 12 and 1. And so I'm the bus stop, you know, at 2.30, you look out the window and it's like, oh, it's all the dudes. So mm-hmm. I, I just always went and hung out with them and that just, and then the kids would get off the bus and they were running around wanting to be crazy. And mm-hmm. so we would just kind of hang out and on the weekends and it was just a, a way to get to know people. Yeah. I know it, it really has. And it's been, you know, in that, in that whole vein, one of the things that's really come out of some of this and you, you mentioned this a little bit earlier was that we really started using our back patio as a place to gather people because being outside during this time was okay. Yeah, you know, shown was, to be was, very safe. Yeah, right. so there, there wasn't really a lot of risk associated with being outdoors together. And so we really, because we had put that that covering over our patio and we had some shade during the really hot months of July and August and September and even October here, but it just gave us this place to gather. And so we started doing so much in our backyard, mm-hmm. which I think is one of the, you know, for all the difficulties of this year, you know, with every difficulty, there's opportunity. And I think this was such an opportunity for us to, to rethink how some of those things happen. So we had the first birthday party for the boys out on the back patio and we did, you know, the big smash cakes and they're like throwing cake all over the back patio and we have these photos of, I had to hose it all of down people it, yeah. spaced out throughout the yard in lawn chairs and little pockets of two as they came. But we still pulled off a first birthday celebration for the boys and we, you know, we had our community group there. I actually hosted a night of worship for the women on our worship team mm-hmm. in August in our backyard. And we, you know, we spaced everything out and I had people come because there was such a, you know, I knew that I had been longing for community and had been missing people and wanted to provide a space to do that in person. And so we, you know, we had that. Um, I started having people over at night to, you know, a friend or two to come over and we'd have a glass of wine and we'd talk about different things. And you did a bunch on the back too with, mm-hmm. with people. Um, yeah, it just became a good place because the weather, in a sense, didn't really, like I said, it was pretty mild, but also if it was raining a little bit, you uh-huh. could be out of the rain. It was just a way to keep up connections um, safely, you yeah. know, and, and what people were, you know, people are feeling pushed, they're feeling lost, but they, you know, you don't really want to go into someone's house. It's maybe a little irresponsible, mm-hmm. especially at some of the peak number times. And depending on how exposed you are, I'm very exposed. Like I said, I go to work every day, and I have been since April almost. So mm-hmm. um, I don't want to go into someone's house. I don't want to risk someone. Um, and so, you know, you felt safe. You could. We, we I would measure out the chairs for community group <laughs> yeah. so that each chair could be six feet apart. So yeah. we had that distance plus the, you know, airflow and all, yeah. all the things they say you should do. So yeah. it's, it's, it's been really good, and that's been a very meaningful having people kind of in our home but not in our home, but mm-hmm. in our, our covered, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and I, I would say that really, I mean, we've always, to some degree, had people and, and wanted to have people in our home and have brought people into our, our life in that way. But I think one of the things this did was it just, it shifted exactly how we did it. And we also would have, like, it would happen in the middle of the week often, mm-hmm. too, mm-hmm. which we probably hadn't done much of historically. A lot of our gatherings or time with friends would be, Fridays and Saturdays, maybe a Sunday afternoon for group always. But I mean, I ended up having people over on a Tuesday night randomly because you're you're home, mm-hmm. and so why not? And so it it shifts and it feels like the whole thing is just more fluid. Like your your life with people overlaps more and is less segmented. And well, and even both of our neighbors across the street and next door, you know, got to kind of see the value of of having it, and they 
put them up. They did put they up, put the them up over the summer <laughs> That's since true. they. That's true. And because just everyone's outside. It's yeah. just it's anime is just hot in the patio. Yeah. So yeah, which <laughs> two, is two yeah, parts. It is yeah. well, and you know, and, and quite honestly, and, and we'll we'll wrap up here because you know we just wanted to share a couple of fun stories with everybody, but that's really where some of the idea for for the name for this came from because of of the community that can be created around that central place of discussion and friendship and um and that sort of thing and so it it's near and dear to our hearts because when we think of the modern cloister of course we have this here we have this online podcast and community that we're starting but for us and our personal lives it really extends past that and mm-hmm. impacts how we have been thinking about how we as a family exist within the world and i think that's been a big thing for our family yeah i mean that's that was the whole point of the the black cloister which is what we're trying to modern model the modern cloister on and uh, cloisters were famous for having these these promenades mm-hmm. and um not promenades whatever it is yeah court promenades. Court, courtyards and coverings <laughs> and archways those sort of things and so they were people would meet and discuss out there and inside too but they were just well known for these these areas and mm-hmm. so it's kind of we were thinking God, back in September maybe and we're like man we kind of had this and this that's when we really got this idea rolling which you can listen to our uh, intro podcast to get the full story on that yeah but it's just kind of a cool full circle into what this year has done and some of the opportunities it's brought but anyway we, and uh, we plan to keep it going I mean do, I, I yeah. think meeting people I think people have really enjoyed and gotten used to meeting outdoors and I think that's going to keep going and yeah we'll too. get more use out of our cloister I do too so well that's a little peek into what the year has been like for us we'd love to hear what the year has been like for you so if you would like share some comments and thoughts about you know how it how COVID's impacted your community and your lives over the past year we'd love to hear some listener stories you can find us at moderncloister.com and you can send us an email through that website or also directly to moderncloister at gmail.com we're also on the Twitters. I'm we the are. Kevin Turner, and she is just just Carissa Turner. Just Carissa Turner. Also on Instagram. All right. All right. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time.